Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Hi there, this is Darren, the producer of the show, and we've got a great episode coming up with Molly and Ralph in just a second. But first, if you're loving the Perpetual Traffic podcast, well, you're sure going to love this too. At Digital Marketer, we have created a newsletter. It's called DM Insider, and it's a free collection of up-to-date, informed, and actionable marketing content delivered to your inbox every Monday morning. Sign up now to receive the next edition, and you will also get instant access to 39 marketing tools, swipe files, and copy and paste templates to grow your business while you wait. So go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash insider. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash insider. Okay, over to you, Ralph. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is episode 226. This is a continuation of last week's episode where Molly was going through a real live launch that she did in uh, late summer, early fall of 2019. This is totally relevant to anything that you're dealing with right now inside Facebook ads. Like this is real deal stuff where they spent upwards of $100,000 on ads, okay? And did get a 5X return. And that's not just necessarily because Molly Pittman is Molly Pittman or she's doing this with Ezra Firestone. It's because... She planned this out in six steps and six sort of sequences. And we've only gone through steps one and two right now. And step two for her, she ran into a real issue where she was getting lots of competition for her step one seven day mini class and her webinar, her first webinar where they were competing against each other. And the algorithm was sort of fighting against itself, which does happen a lot on the platform. So what she does and how she resolves it is the subject here of uh, episode 226, but also what she does after that 
in steps three through six to really make the launch work well. And I'm not saying that you should have six steps with any product launch you ever do. I've never done a six-step product launch, although I think some of the media buyers inside Tier 11 actually have. The point is, is that this is a complex launch based upon a lot of experience, based upon two other launches that have yielded a really good return on ad spend. And I've also, you know, it's leveraged a, an email list and some authority that's been built in the space. But the point is, is that most of this traffic, which is actually coming through in the majority of the spend in this launch, came in through cold traffic. People who did not know who Molly was or who Ezra was for Train My Traffic Person, which is an awesome course where they're delivering right now. And we're just showing you sort of the ins and outs of exactly how the launch happened uh, in uh, late summer, early fall. So here is the continuation of episode 225. This is uh, the step number two and how Molly resolved this problem and what she did acting quickly, doing probably the thing that you didn't think that she would do, but also the other steps here to make this launch a real success. So enjoy, take a listen. Here you go. Take it away, Molly. Let's go through how this works. Yeah, let's so do it. We were retargeting all of our warm audiences, even if you didn't opt in with the webinar, with an ad, multiple ads that promoted the replay of this webinar that they could access at any time. So we spent $19,973, so basically 20 grand on this webinar. And that was very planned, right? We wanted to spend 15,000 on the registration, 5,000 on the replay. That was great. The only issue was, you know, the first few days, those Facebook campaigns just didn't work. And it was because I, I had too much competition with the seven-day mini class. So I had to turn that off. And that's okay. Um, that's just part of it. So, so the mistake was you, you basically were running to the same audiences, the same cold traffic audiences for what it sounds like, the 25th, the 26th, and then the 27th. You shut the seven-day mini class off on the 27th, which was a hard decision yeah. because those leads are so good. Like to get that for a mini class, a buck 63, like that's amazingly good. Yes. So. Yeah. And, and it was the competition. It was the competition. Right. Yeah. The audiences were too similar. And I knew there was an issue because the webinar campaigns, they just weren't getting the reach. Mm -hmm. Like I just wasn't getting the reach I was looking for. So I had to make that hard decision. And and some of you guys might be thinking, well, Molly, the mini class $1.63 leads webinar $7 and 47 cent leads. Like you're crazy. Why would you? Right show preference to the webinar. The reason for that is that the webinar is the sales mechanism, yeah. right? The mini class is much further up the funnel. So although it's cheaper, the webinar is going to give me much more of a chance to actually sell something to that person. So you, you can't always look at campaigns like the mini class campaign isn't more successful just because the cost per lead was cheaper because they're very different. They have different purposes. Right. So as soon as you shut off, I love like these are the sorts of things that people <laughs> I think love. enjoy about yeah. this show is because <laughs> we're not afraid to talk about our mistakes. I mean, oh my God, have we ever made mistakes in our life? <laughs> running Facebook ads. But you, sometimes you just don't know. 
And for this, I mean, it's obviously it's a hard decision. You're turning off a really effective campaign, but you understand that the real selling mechanism is in the more expensive leads. So all leads are not created equal, especially mm-hmm. if you have a really un- yes. good understanding of your selling process and realizing that this webinar, they get to know you a little bit more. It's much more in depth. It's setting up, sort of teeing up the ultimate pitch. Really hard to do. So, I mean, as soon as you turned off the mini class leads, like what happened? You said you started and stopped two campaigns and then the third one, that was still going? Or how did you do that? As soon as I turned off the mini class, I duplicated and restarted the webinar campaigns because I wanted to refresh that optimization. So turned it off turned the mini class off, duplicated the webinar campaign, started fresh, and we were off to the races. Yeah. And that's really important, guys. Like, if you think about what was happening there, you've got competing audiences. And if you kept going with the campaign that you were running that was getting those super expensive leads, Facebook is still thinking to itself, okay, I'm going to keep finding these super expensive leads. But by restarting it, it's like you reset the algorithm to find the people that are going to opt in for the webinar, okay? And now without sort of polluting the pool because you don't have the mini class going with the super cheap leads. I think it's really important for people to understand And competition, like it's not always a terrible thing. Like I thought that maybe those campaigns could coexist together and you guys will see later in the launch some that did. So I'm not saying that there's never a time to do something like I did because I thought it would work or I wouldn't have done it. But that mini class campaign was so powerful and so big by this point and had such a high daily spend that the webinar campaign, it just didn't even have a chance. (laughs) It it was just kind of in the shadows there. So that was the first webinar and really step two of this. And this is when, like I said, we actually opened the cart. So that webinar on the 29th, that is when the sales page went live and we started to generate sales. And that really goes into step three, Ralph. And and this is more simple, but these are really important. I call them just direct sales ads. And I ran these from the moment the cart opened to the moment the cart closed. And it's basically just an announcement of the product. So a few different ads announcing the product, talking about the benefits of the product. And of course, I retarget anyone who's engaged with our launch. But I also target our warm audiences just more generally with this too, Because same thing, as I said earlier with the webinar, there might be people in our ecosystem who are interested in buying the product that don't want to opt in for our mini class and don't want to opt in for our webinar. So I want to make sure that I'm using these direct sales ads to not only get the message out that the product is open and available to the launch list, but also to our more general warm audiences. Mm -hmm. So this was a really simple campaign. I optimized for traffic and landing page views here because the product is so expensive. The conversions just aren't going to happen quickly enough. And I want, here is a volume game. I want to spread the word that, you know, Molly's TMTP class is open for these two weeks. Enrollment is open and 
that's that. So that was a traffic campaign, optimizing for landing page views, very simple, just basically retargeting all of our warm audiences, a few ads, and we spent $15,400 on this. And again, this was pretty planned in terms of the budget here. And we were able to generate a little bit over 5,000 landing page views for $2.97 a piece, which sounds expensive, but when it comes to warm traffic, we're actually fine with that cost per landing page view. So that was really the third portion of this. This was something that I set up on the 30th. I set the replay ads up and I set this campaign up, which there was overlap between the replay audience and this audience. They were almost identical, but these were much smaller budgets, right? right? And they ran for two weeks. So maybe they were competing against each other a little bit, but it wasn't like the mini class and the webinar. I was able to run the direct sales ads and the replay ads at the same time, no problem in separate campaigns. Got it. So opening up, so you did the webinar on the 29th, you said. Right. And at the end of that, you obviously, you pitch the class. Right. So are you seeing sales 29th and the 30th and that range? Yeah. So you're like, all right, at least I'm kind of getting some of my ad spend back at this point. Like, yeah, give us an idea there. Definitely. And Ralph, we'll do a part two on this because John Grimshaw is in the process right now of writing an overall analysis of the launch Mm -hmm. in terms of sales, email, like the whole picture. This is just the ad side, but I'll be able to come back and tell you guys on what days sales came in. But I would say, if I remember correctly, this first webinar live, we probably sold five to 10 seats, which doesn't seem like a lot. But remember, we only have 700 people who even showed up. I don't know how many people were there when I went into the pitch at hour two. (laughs) But that's why this replay is so important because people are going to start consuming the content and hearing the pitch. But yes, we're starting to generate sales at this point. Right. So you know like this thing has a pulse. You're like, all right, good. (laughs) Because you're still doing it. Even though you've done it twice before, there's always that doubt in the back of of your mind. Like, is this going to actually work? Oh, I'm, I'm always so nervous yeah. and I'm calling John and I'm like, what if this doesn't work? And he's like, Molly, you know, it's going to work. I mean, don't worry guys. We all have that fear. Sure. <laughs> I was nervous until the moment we closed the doors <laughs> or really the last two or three days and holding my breath, but so glad that I worked through that and didn't start cutting these budgets back just because I was scared, you know? So even this one, I wasn't measuring these direct sales ads off of, okay, how many purchases have they generated today? Because I know most of those purchases are coming in the last two days. So I said I was going to spend 15K and I committed to it. Mm -hmm. So those were the direct sales ads. Now, the fourth part of this, Ralph, this is the second webinar. So we had tried something similar to this last time and it worked well. This webinar is a more tactical webinar that speaks more to your advanced media buyer, where the first one speaks to people who are more so starting out because TMTP is really for people of any levels. So I wanted to make sure we had another webinar, which just gives us another event to talk about TMTP, give further value to everybody. But I also wanted to reposition the content a little bit to speak to a different portion of the market. So this webinar was actually... The presentation that I did that you saw me do in Australia at Digital Marketer Down Under, and it was five 
plays from my traffic playbook. So I went through different strategies that are working on Facebook right now from more of a, not higher level, but, you know, strategic, like funnel level. And this is what we use for webinar two. So this one was held on the fifth. So this was a week after the last webinar. So the last webinar was on the 29th. This was the next Thursday. We always do sales webinars on Thursdays too. For some reason, they just work really well. But we had 2,327 total registrants, so a little bit less than the first one, which is totally expected because by this point, some people are probably tired of us Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) or they just don't need any more content. We had 854 registrants from Facebook at $11.32 a piece, so a little bit more expensive. Same reason here. I ran the ads from September 2nd through the 5th. So the 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. So I ran the campaigns for four days. They were structured exactly the same as the first webinar, other than, of course, the ads were different because it was a different webinar and different content. 1,500 of the registrants came from other traffic sources, and most of those were from the launch list. Hmm. So this one, there were a portion of them that were coming in from cold traffic, Mm -hmm. of course. Hmm. But at this point, we're really using this as another sales mechanism to turn this launch list or any warm traffic that we have into a sale. So we're worried a little bit less about cold traffic here because we're a week-ish away from closing the doors on this. But about half of those Facebook registrants were cold traffic. And same thing here, 17% show up rate, 426 people attended. So about the same show up rate, which is crazy how interesting that is, that like just how behavior is so predictable sometimes. Uh, 17% (laughs) here and 18% the week before. That's just wild to me. (laughs) That's really low. Like this, this, oh my God. People would go crazy over that. I mean, when I was a digital marketer, we wanted 50, 60, 70% and show up rates, but we didn't provide replays. So we had to rely on that live showing to do what we needed to do. So this is just a different way of looking at it that I think more so reflects how people consume content nowadays. 100%. And I think a big lesson on this is never, ever, ever assume that people are going to do the thing that you think they're going to do, (laughs) which is they're going to actually, they register and they show up. Like if you're expecting every registrant to show up for your webinar, just expect to be disappointed. And these are really low numbers. Like we used to use like a 30%, 40% is sort of a bad benchmark. I mean, these are much lower. And I think that's just an outgrowth of, you know, the the world that we live in right now. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. so much more of an instantaneous world. And this is a sequence. I mean, this is a timed event. It happens on a specific day as opposed to it being an evergreen thing. So, but the point is, is that the content obviously was tremendous and you have 426 people on there and they, they ended up doing pretty well in the end. All right. So that is step four for those of you who are keeping track at home, just to reiterate, it was step one was the seven day mini class. That was the 16th Mm -hmm. to the 27th of August. Step two was webinar one, which was more profit from paid traffic. That was the 25th to September 6th. Then we had direct sale ads to step number three. That was August 30th through September 13th. Then we did this webinar number two traffic playbook the 2nd of September through the 5th of September. So 
we're in this pretty deep. So then you yeah, throw deep. you throw in another piece of content here, which is yeah. brilliant. And I love this. And really quick, let me wrap up. So with this webinar, we spent $9,688, mm-hmm. so 10K, which was planned. No replay ads here. Hmm. And the reason for that was because now we're getting into the scarcity of the launch. So I don't want to run any ads to any warm audiences that might start to compete with those ads Got it. because that's the most important message here. So no replay ads there. And then the fifth part. So this was really simple. Ezra and I had a Facebook live and it was on the 12th. And so we spent about $4,000 running a campaign about, you know, the day before and a day after to the replay. So the day before we scheduled the Facebook live on Ezra's page and this live was, Hey, ask us questions about paid traffic. Let us help you get unstuck. Yes. Ask us questions about train my traffic person. If you have any. So this wasn't a teaching webinar. This was a Facebook live because number one, there's some people that just aren't going to sign up for webinars on go to webinar. So this Facebook live gives us a complete completely different channel here. It's also, this isn't content based. We're just reacting and answering questions to people that show up live. So completely different. And we scheduled it on Ezra's page and ran ads before to get people to be notified when we go live. And then after the live, we ran ads, just page post engagement ads, honestly, for people to watch the recording. Hmm. So just right there natively in Facebook. So we spent $3,815 on that just to distribute that and get that out there a little bit more. We also, of course, emailed before and after the launch list about the Facebook Live. But that Facebook Live, I think, is really important. It's something we might do more of. Like next time we might do two or three Facebook Lives throughout the course of this launch because those are powerful. So that was really step five. That happened September 11th through the 13th, which was closing day. That's when we really ran traffic to this Facebook Live. And I'm glad we did it. And I think we'll do more of those moving forward. Okay. So the targeting on step number five here for the Facebook Live was what? All warm traffic? Yeah. Just all warm traffic. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Fans so and like just anybody. Fans, got it. email list, anybody that's visited our website, engaged on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's the most simple step. And then the last step, step six. But an important one though, and this is something oh, yes. that people always forget. And I think we actually talked about this a couple of episodes ago. It's actually a, a video template that we use for like step, uh, well, really like level two, level three, level four traffic, which is just come out with a Q&A and answer questions. Like you're commonly asked questions yes. about your product. Like why do people buy this? And we use this in one of our largest customers who, who spends a tremendous amount on webinars, like over a, a million, like a million five a month on webinars, like evergreen webinars. And the thing that actually helps convert them is just a Q&A, you know, like yes. here are the problems like, hey, if you have questions about the product or questions about what it is that we teach in the class, let's just get it. It's like a really, really simple video. I think it's like shot with an iPhone. And you kind of do the yes. same thing here in a live setting, which is awesome. Yeah. And we forget like, Ralph, we get too close to it. And we've been thinking about these products so long. People have questions. They want to know, is this live? Is it not? What time? I mean, there are 20 questions (laughs) that we get over and over. So to not show up and do this. And like I said, next time I'll do it 
more is completely silly and you don't have to have any content prepared. You just have to show up and answer questions. Yeah. And it sort of future paces them too, saying like, hey, you know, if you join, this is the kind of stuff that you're going to get every single week over 16 weeks. I'm going to be on these calls. We're going to keep it tight, you know, about 100, 110 people or whatever, however you want to sort of explain it. But you're also future pacing them as to what the deliverable is going to be, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And giving them a taste of that. So I love that one. And then the last step. Step number six. I wouldn't say this is the most important because this step doesn't matter if you haven't filled the top of the funnel Mm -hmm. and done the other steps. But this is where the fun really happens. So these are the scarcity ads. And these were run from September 7th through the 13th. So the week before we were closing the doors, because we have this digital option, even though we filled up on mentorship, we could still, you know, promote this right until the end. Yeah. So these scarcity ads were, we had a few of them. You guys might've seen the one of me chasing the canal boat yes. and it said, don't miss the boat. My and favorite ad of all in time. Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. Just chasing a canal boat. Completely ridiculous. But we put a lot of thought into that, right? It's like, we saw the canal boat. How funny would it be to have me chasing this boat? tourists and people are looking at me like I'm crazy, but (laughs) there's still that hook. Don't miss the boat. Hey, don't miss the boat on train my traffic person. It's about to close. These are the types of ads that make people take action. We also had another ad that was a video just of a bunch of our testimonials chopped up from last students and put together. So just a short video where I say, hey, I think Train My Traffic's person is great, but, you know, listen to past students. And there are highlights of testimonials there. And then the closing days, so really the last two days, of the launch, I just ran an, an ad that said, hey, this closes you know, Thursday, whatever day it was, at midnight. We've also added two bonus trainings, You know, one with Ezra about Black Friday, one with me about X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So those are really the three scarcity ads we ran. Yeah. The boat ad, the testimonial ad, and then that closing ad. The boat ad and the testimonial ad were both their own traffic landing page view campaigns. Mm -hmm. I didn't put them in the same campaign because I wanted them to both get equal reach to all warm audiences. And then the closing day, that ad was actually just optimized for reach because I just wanted to show it to as many people as possible. Mm. So the boat ad generated 4,276 landing page views at $1.63 a piece, which is actually really good for warm traffic. Testimonial, 710 landing page views at $1.50 a piece. And then those closing day ads reached 105,000 people at a $10 CPM, which wasn't terrible. So we spent 9358 about $10,000 on these scarcity ads. So it's not a huge portion of the budget, but wow, is it such an important part of the sequence. And of course, we're having emails are going out. I didn't mention this, but we have a $2,000 in, in spend with Google Display retargeting ah. so that we used in the last week. So $2,000 just spent on Google for that purpose. 
And that rounds out at about $90,000 spent on this. And as I said, we're looking, you know, it's only October now. So all the payments haven't come through. We've had just a few refunds, which is amazing. Um, Hopefully no more come in because everybody's enjoying it. But we're looking at about a 5x return on ad spend from this launch. And the other beautiful thing, I mean, it's great to make money. It's great to serve this community. I love teaching Train My Traffic person. But another beautiful thing about this is, All in all, we generated about 200 customers from this launch, which isn't bad for for the price points that we were at, but we generated 18,000 leads. So the beauty of this launch is not just the success that we had in terms of sales and with our students. It's also that through this launch, we were able to bring a bunch of new people into our ecosystem. So it's why, for example, in December, we are hosting an online summit that we've invited 40 plus of our friends to participate, including Ralph. It's called Smart Traffic Live. You can learn more at smarttrafficlive.com. But we also wanted an offer like this that we could make a few months after the launch, Ralph, that's much lower dollar that will hopefully convert a lot of these leads who weren't ready for TMTP into a buyer and uh, get them a little bit more familiar with us. Yeah, that's very cool. So it really interesting here. So the six steps here, guys, like this is this is a complex launch. Molly's been doing this for a few years now. So don't be overwhelmed. We'll try to explain it as much as we possibly can in the show notes and even give you some examples and so forth. What I find really interesting is the different types of objectives that you use for each one. And if we go through sort of one by one, like phase one, you use the conversion objective, correct? Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Phase two, you use the conversion objective. objective. Okay. And for both of those, I set up custom conversions on those specific landing pages. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't just optimizing for leads. I was optimizing for the seven-day mini class custom conversion. Then I was optimizing for the you know, webinar one custom conversion. Exactly. Exactly. There's probably some overlap between the two, but the point is, is that you actually set up different conversions to get the algorithm to circle the wagons on those types of people. So direct sale ads was conversion objective, I assume. No, those were actually traffic landing page views Ah, because the product is so expensive and the conversion doesn't happen very frequently. I wanted to use traffic and landing page views there just to to get the word out more. Totally makes sense. Now, remember, you know, every ad set, you need at least 50 to 100 conversions per ad set per week, guys. So if you don't have that, the algorithm just isn't going to be able to really work for you. So super smart to do that with traffic and use a different objective in order to make the ads really work. So then step four, webinar two, that was conversion objective. Custom conversion. Okay. Yeah, conversion objective. Facebook Live was page post engagement. Right, right. <laughs> just engagement now. I say page post engagement. It's just engagement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Engagement. Yeah. Uh, and then the scarcity ads, which is step number six, was sort six. of a combination of yeah. traffic. Yeah. The boat and the testimonials were traffic landing page views Mm -hmm. and the closing days ad was reach objective actually. Yeah, reach, totally. Really cool. Like this is really, really well thought out. So um, just congratulations on the success of this. And obviously you're delivering the goods with these people. Like they should be, 
you know, really engaged with you. And you're in week, what, six now, you said? Where, where are you along? Yeah, we're going into week seven teaching the class right now. And we've already had tons of success. People, you know, way cutting down their CPA, growing their business. So it, it's always fun. I love bringing in a new group of students, getting to know their business and really helping them sort it out. But I think that this launch, it's, you know, will only add, we will only continue to add extra stuff to this to grow it. And that's what's fun about marketing. (laughs) Every time you do something, you learn and stuff works and it doesn't work. Like I now know to never run the mini class at the same time as the webinar, (laughs) at least to the same audiences. And that's okay. That's that's how we figure this stuff out. And every time we do it, we're, we're able to do it even better. Yeah, no, very, very cool. So can people, obviously the live course, which is going on right now, people can't get in on that. They can get in on the waiting list, but can people buy the digital right. version of this still or no? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. We might open that up at some point, but yeah, you can get on the wait list at trainmytrafficperson.com, yep. but definitely check out smarttrafficlive.com and grab your ticket for the online summit. It's going to be so fun. And another cool aspect of that, it's only $197 right now. Mm -hmm. We have over 40 sessions, over 40 hours of content. People like Ralph, Neil Patel, Mari Smith, and then a bunch of people you've probably never heard of that are my friends that do really badass stuff that are actually out there doing this stuff. Everybody's doing (laughs) it. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. That that I feel like you really need to hear from. So we, we wanted to make this just a no brainer and, and have a bunch of fun with it. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, we will uh, have all the resources that we discuss here and there are a few of them here, Molly Pittman uh, in the (laughs) show notes here at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 225. I think you brought the goods here. And this is very, very cool to like, there's so few places where people get this inside look on what actually happens with real money. Like we're spending real money here. And even Molly was like, you know, scared (laughs) out of her mind, like (laughs) step one and two, like, am I going to sell this stuff? So, you know, so sometimes it's just, um, just holding on just a little bit longer you know, and um, just being fearless and and congratulations on the success. And obviously uh, you guys are doing some really great stuff over there at Train My Traffic Person. And I guess I'll have to ask the tier 11 people what they think so far. I haven't asked anybody. Let me know. Hey, are you enjoying it? Obviously I don't chat with your people a lot in there because they probably don't want to share client stuff in the group or or who knows, but I know they're in there. So you let me know what they're thinking, but thanks Ralph. This was super fun. I love chatting with you guys as always. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. So like I said, uh, for all the show notes and a little bit more info on what we talked about here on this episode, go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Bring in the goods. (laughs) Bye y'all. So, all right, there's a lot in there. So I would suggest if you are doing any sort of product launches for your product, go back and listen to episode 225 and 226. There are a lot of gems in here and not everything goes right in a launch. And we've certainly experienced this inside tier 11. We've done hundreds of launches uh, for our customers and not everything always goes according to plan. So you have to sort of make decisions on the fly. And sometimes those decisions are frightening because they involve a lot of ad spend in a very short period of time. Because in a launch, you're in a timed sequence. In Molly's case, this thing started in middle 
of August and ended in the middle part of September. So that's a long launch. Most launches are usually about a week or two weeks. So if you're an agency or you're an individual and you're doing this sort of marketing on Facebook, you know, go through this whole sequence of events and try and extract as much as you can out of it that makes the most sense for your business. So, um, yeah, this is uh, this is an important one, I think, for you to understand. And, and it really does sort of speak to the fact that Facebook ads is getting more and more complicated. Although the audience is still there, you have to approach it a little bit differently each and every time. And uh, that's exactly what these guys did here. Of course, they're some of the best marketers in the world. And that's why we bring this to bear here on this show to show you exactly what we're doing so that you can learn from us and, and hopefully not make the same mistakes or at least learn from our mistakes and uh, really learn from our successes. So glad you're able to uh, listen to both episodes. If you haven't listened to the last episode, make sure you go back to it. That's 225. All the show notes, all the... The resources that we mention inside this episode are at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This has been episode 226. This is your host, Ralph Burns. Appreciate you guys listening. Until next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to get your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.